WDBM East Lansing. It is Thursday. Welcome to Happy Hour. My name is Brock. I almost thought about having the theme song from Welcome Back Cotter in here because it's been so long since we have been live in the studio, but we are back. To my left, the one and only Dr. Kilometer, Eric Marzak. Glad to be back on the airwaves. Hey, buddy. How are you? I'm uh, I'm doing okay, yeah. Good, good, Hanging there. Our very own high schooler, soon to be... Freshman at Michigan State University, Mitchell. Hey, what's up? Hey, buddy. Did, I, uh, did you get I, all those Legos for Christmas you're asking for? Yeah, all of them. Every <laughs> every Star Wars set, every Lord of the Rings set. Oh, nice. that's so great. Yeah, what about the Harry Potter ones? No. Those are harder to find. Yeah, they don't. They don't see. Uh, I'm so not telling you how I know that, but uh, man, that was a pretty quick. Find some Legos. I'm not going to make fun of you for trying to buy those, bro. Uh, you've already hear, heard him. Uh, well, put me down. Ian Thrasher Walker, how are you, buddy? I'm okay. How are you? Oh, we have uh, we have lots to talk about how I am. Bernadette back in the studio after a prolonged break. How are you? I'm all right. Yeah? You look, uh, you look tired. I am. Yeah? What, well, the first week back, a little rough on you? Yeah, I don't like my Mondays. <laughs> uh, I don't think any... Somebody's having okay, a case of the Mondays. Mondays. And to my right, Brandon. Hey, buddy. What's up? Where's Chaz? Is he uh, drug running or making he's, he's, fake IDs or what's he doing? He's got class. Now. <laughs> what uh, what class is he taking? I don't know. <laughs> Mixology 101? <laughs> yeah, yeah he, that's his extracurricular. Also, our favorite engineer on the face of the planet, other than Chaz, would be the one and only Jeremy. Aw, hello. Hey, buddy. How's it going? Good. Good. We like to see you on that I, side. I have a, a full house over here of all sorts of... Uh, yeah, we have lots of fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's a good story. Here's a here's a great story. I uh, w- we're gonna talk about. I was in um, Chicago for a good good portion of the break, and uh, I was on the air. I actually was doing mornings uh, in Chicago. Oh wow! Uh, drive time? Yeah, well, I was doing five thirty to ten a.m. Wow. morning radio in Chicago, which was. Pretty, I had to do weather in traffic, and uh, <laughs> traffic. And currently, uh, weather. Uh, currently, traffic. Blah blah blah. And it's weird doing traffic in a city that you're not familiar with. In that, I mean, I'm familiar with Chicago, but everybody has like everywhere around here. You have your own names for certain roads and what you call things and stuff. Like there's the Dan Ryan, there's the Eisenhower, and all this stuff. And it was of course during all those winter storms, so there's all this stuff going on. And I had to try to do traffic, and it was it was awful. But somebody called me up, and I'm I'm not kidding you. Somebody called me, and they're like, uh, "Is this Brock?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he's like, "When are you going to fix the impact stream?" I was in Chicago <laughs> on the air, and they were complaining about the fact that the impact stream is still down, which it is. It continues to be down to this day. I feel bad for Gomeo and the like, but. Uh, Sorry, he guys. can't hear you. Apologize. No, you yeah. can download the podcast later on at our website. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, we uh, <laughs> we apologize. It's a good I, plug there, Dr. Collins. Impacting.org. Yeah, there is. Oh, wow, Brandon. He's getting used to. <laughs> Brandon's on air now. He's one of our our, our famous on air well, staff. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for that. But uh, I was on air before, <laughs> from midnight to two. <laughs> I don't get the air staff emails. Yeah, I'm yeah. working on that. We, okay. We've had some issues with that uh, this semester, but uh, I'm working on it. So uh, an interesting thing about, uh, well, not so interesting, but the uh, the morning show that I was filling in for was uh, apparently listening a couple of days that I was on 
uh, filling in for them, and it's a it's a team that does uh, basically they're back to like the more music mornings kind of thing. Would you say it was a double team? <sighs> they don't scissor. But they thought it was funny because uh, I'm the one part-timer there at that station in Chicago that not very many people know because I'm only there on the weekends or I'm filling in for people. But you're big and muscular. During the holidays. Well, this is what they thought was this is what they thought was funny was they call I was in class and they called me it was like 9:15 Chicago time. They called me on the air to find out who I was and they put me on the air <laughs> to figure out who I, and I'd been, you know, I've been down there for like three years, so they thought it was amusing that they had never met me and uh, they had no idea who I was, and yet I'd worked there forever. So I would be amused by that yeah, if I'm, I were a radio listener in in the Chicago area. Something else. Oh, speaking of radio, everybody, everybody that works in radio, you're nobodies. I don't unless you're like Howard Stern or Ryan Seacrest or. Uh, that like you are nobody. I'm a nobody. You're a nobody. No, uh, he's a somebody. Well, he makes a hell of a lot more money than I do. You're nobodies. Please, Ugh. it drives me nuts, especially around here. The morning shows around here are so awful, so bad, and I just want to punch them on the face. Uh, but anyway, um, I get to go back down to Chicago tomorrow. So uh, after the couple weeks of, I, I just bought a house. We finally closed on it. Um, Very exciting. Uh, yeah, kind of, until we got in the house and discovered all sorts of things wrong oh, with the house. Oh, no, that's yeah. no good. So we've been doing all sorts of fixing and repairing, and I had my, I was like elbow deep into a toilet today. It was awesome. Well, that's, that's my every, favorite way to be. Right. for me. I, I have an interesting story. So over the Christmas break, I was lucky enough to, um, get a professional massage. <laughs> okay? Did it have a happy ending? This is a real story, and I won't embellish. Okay. But um, it was an hour-long massage. and um, Was it a guy or a girl? It was a, it was a lady. Nice. Who did it, nice. She was, she was very big and very good. She was excellent. Did you say she was very big and very good? She was. Those things. <laughs> she was those things. All right. Okay. So, you know, what part of your body you think would be the best in a normal massage? You know, maybe your shoulders, you think. Maybe your back. Maybe your back, maybe lower your back. back. She went straight no. for the glutes. The thing that felt the best... <laughs> In this professional oh, massage, no. Oh, no. my jaw. Yeah. Which, wow. Dude, I just which, got a haircut the other day. I fell asleep while they were massaging my head. I was like, oh. They, That's now, you with a haircut? Now, people who don't know usually me go much shorter than don't know that I, I talk a lot. I tend to talk a lot. <laughs> no. <Nuh-uh. laughs> yes, I do. And when they massage your jaw, it's like, where has this been all my life? <laughs> this is the best thing ever. I mean... I would be willing to wager that Howard Stern has a professional jaw masseuse yeah. in his studio. So you got the jaw massage, and then you got the colonic, and uh... <laughs> the the coffee colonic. Yeah, <laughs> I need it. I need the extra Ow. bit of effectiveness. Just uh, nice. ratchet that up a little bit. Nice, Thanks, for, for nice. outing me. Nicely done. Nicely done. You know, here's a here's a random thought. Speaking of uh, colonics, you know what I was hoping. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, Sitting in class and walking around, and it seems like, you know, this it, it got big a couple of years ago, but it seems like it's getting progressively worse. I, I would not be sad if in the future they found out wearing Uggs caused you to get rectal cancer. <laughs> I'm not even going to touch that. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't. I was uh, just thinking that today. I don't know what's wrong with me because things like that come into my head. I'm like, 
I hope it causes rectal cancer. And I'm like, first of all, how would Uggs cause rectal cancer? Second of all, you're a horrible person for thinking that, but you, I can't help it. It's you just, are a horrible but person, bro. You're a more horrible person for wearing Uggs, so it's okay. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, touche. I, I did see the South Park episode where they um, shove food up their rears. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go out their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> that was very funny. Yeah, that was only like that three was years on recently, ago. wasn't it? <laughs> it was on recently. That was on, it was on a rerun within the uh, last okay. week. I caught okay. it too. Martha right. Stewart and everything. Yeah, that was Excuse great. Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Let's let's not reenact uh, reenact it on the air because uh, the FCC would paratroop into the studio. Uh, I, I, that would be awesome. Yeah, we'd be kicking this window right here. <laughs> Michael Powell says, well, he's not the commissioner anymore, so that doesn't make sense. I don't even know. I don't know who the new commissioner is. It doesn't matter. Uh, Last night I went to see the uh, 25th annual Putnam County Spelling Bee uh, right here at the Wharton Center. How did you, is that invite only? That seems very exclusive. What are you talking about? Dude, it's an off-Broadway play. Oh. (laughs) 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 Wow. Well, apparently the uh, the state news did a review on it today, and they said it did not live up to expectations. Um, so they're saying that a play based on a spelling bee didn't live up to some sort I of will, expectations. I will Fancy give it. That. Yeah, I, I will give it that there are parts that are certainly very humorous. It is. Um, I was taken as a Christmas gift, so I was very grateful for the opportunity Indeed. to go. Indeed. I was more grateful for the fact that I've got tickets. I was at the basketball game Saturday, and I almost had to kill myself on Tuesday because we almost lost to Purdue. Uh, but it was uh, it's such a difference. Mark's the difference of having the students back at the President Center uh, as compared to when they're not there. So, did anybody do anything exciting over the past couple of weeks? It's been so long since we've been in here. And uh, I know there's stories just waiting at the tip of your tongue, just... I did this over break. I did this. Come on, guys. You can, you can, this uh, makes for great radio. Had some awesome sushi in Philadelphia. <clears throat> oh, you were that's right. You were gone for like three weeks. Yeah, I was gone for the a little while. What the hell were you while. doing? Uh, I was um, killing some time, visiting my lady while I continue my employment search. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, tooled around Philadelphia a little bit. Had some awesome sushi at Morimoto, which is Iron Chef. You know what your Morimoto's problem is restaurant? with your uh, your job search is the fact that you're putting down happy hour on your resume. <laughs> but it's an award-winning radio program. <laughs> world-renowned. Yeah. Yeah, 2007 world Michigan Association of Broadcasters <laughs> College Radio Talk Show of the Year, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah that's correct. Yeah, I believe that. <sighs> believe it. I do, I do have that down on my resume. <laughs> I don't even have it on my own resume. <laughs> well, your resume is much more accomplished yeah. than mine. All right, well, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. So anyway, uh, fantastic sushi. Did you do any anything else? Um, we saw the um, the Jewish parade in Philadelphia. Okay. They have a Jewish parade for um, what, like Hanukkah or something? Yes, for Hanukkah. It was um, quite quite boring. Okay. <laughs> um, pretty much a, an orchestra on a platform with a menorah, and they go around and they. They do stuff, and cars follow them. Not any sort of decorated cars, just like, you know, your normal Buicks and Oldsmobiles following this float. It was very strange. It was very, very strange. I think I'd like to see this, though. Even more strange about it was that the police treat it like it's the Rose Parade. The police, like, they're all in the streets, and they're all, nope, can't cross now, can't cross now, parade's going through. Well, anytime anytime cops get a reason to boss people around, I'm sure they're getting... Yes, yeah, so so that was the case. Um, yeah, Philadelphia is a cool city. Um, I don't know 
if I'd like to stay there very long, but yeah, you know, I hate good that to, city. Good yeah. to tool around in it a little bit. It's a dump. Okay, you it's a big it. stinky dump. Yeah, lots of adult clubs. I didn't go into any, but down by the water where the convention district is, yes, where I there's was. probably <laughs> there's probably six or seven like huge adult clubs, which I would imagine have stadium style seating because they're so massive yeah. from the outside. I have a couple friends that just uh, keeping it classy with yeah. the. They were oh, just yeah. working with me at that station in Chicago, and they both left to go work at a station in Philly, and I was like, wow. Why would they go from Chicago, yeah. which is like market three, uh, right? Yeah, market number three, to Philly, which is at uh, top seven. 20. I don't think it's in top ten. Wow. I don't know. I'd have to look. I, it doesn't really matter anymore. But anyway, uh, well, that's good. And, and, I, so you and got, I saw Charlie Wilson's War, which and was very exciting. We'll talk about that in okay. movies. You yeah. put a lot of miles on the Jag, did you? Uh, I put a, put a few, yeah. But yeah. you know what? Jags are for driving. That's right. So that's what I do. Okay, good times. Uh, Mitchell, what'd you do over break? Um, I worked a little bit at the hardware store. Hardware store. Nice. Worked there today. Uh, I just hung out. Just didn't do much because it was winter break. Did you so. Make any snowman? snowman? No way. A snowball fight though. On yeah. One of the big snowman snowball fight. That was fun. Yeah. Went sledding once. Did you guys? You guys probably got a couple of days off school in the past couple of weeks, didn't you? No, though. All those. All that snow was. Oh, we just, we just started school on Monday, oh, so we're not gonna. Punks. We didn't get nothing. Do you have senioritis yet? Not, not so bad actually. Oh, wow, that's dude, amazing. you only have four months left to high school, buddy. I know, it's cool. I got a. Uh, it's magical. I got an invite to academic scholars here. Aww. Year, so. Wait, uh, wait, academic scholar is that um, the the place with the house that's on Grand River? That is no. Um, that's that's for golf caddies. Okay, all right. I right. remember I was dating a girl that was dating a guy in there, and she took me because I was Evan like, Scholars. Evan Scholars. Yeah, those what? are caddies. You were dating a girl that was dating a guy there. Yeah. Well, it's a long story. Uh, but she needed her. <laughs> okay. She needed her jacket from Abercrombie back. Uh, and because uh, it's important. It, well, yeah, and she took Co- me there because I was bigger than the guy. And uh, right. Yeah, I don't know what to think about those. Evan she was dating guys. you. Well, yeah, yeah. That, well, that's true. There's buzzing, like buzzing. Like, so anyway, yeah. Mitchell. Uh, other than that, nope. No. That's it. <laughs> Woo! I'm glad I'm preening you to take over this show because right. uh, you make fantastic radio, Mitchell. Oh, that date. Oh, oh! that was the last oh, thing sorry. you mentioned. Oh, yeah. Come on, Still. Mitchell. Still. Yeah. I want you to. Be you should bring her in too. So we <laughs> yeah. have that relationship. Bring her in like, like you did. brought in Jill. Right. That would make great <laughs> radio. Yeah. First, first, we need a physical description, please. Yeah. Um, don't leave out any details. Um, she's, I don't know. Is um, she listening? No. <laughs> so you're saying. Even better. Yeah, so what right, are you worried whatever. about? She's a little, about six inches shorter than me, probably maybe a little more. She has dark hair. Dark yeah. hair? Yeah. She's pretty. Better. Yeah. Pretty, all right. How's her makeup level? Any Medium, piercings? high. I'd say, mo- I'd say moderate. Moderate Tattoos, makeup level. Piercings. Tats, piercings. Yeah. Hasty. She has Does she wear Uggs? <laughs> oh, good. Does she have rectal cancer? <laughs> Does she, is she tan? No. Grog okay. asks about rectal cancer, and Mitch goes, mm. yeah. <laughs> Maybe she's rugging ahead to the side. Tell, tell me about her social circle that she hangs out with. I mean, is she like a jock? Is she like a cheerleader? Is she like a bando? Dude, if she's a goth chick or an emo chick, I'm gonna punch you in the face. She's, she's, uh, I'd say she's in the cooler crowd. Because if she's a goth chick, I'm automatically adding like 50 pounds. No, she's, 
She's very petite. Okay. 50 pounds if she's emo? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, well, goth specifically, but... Um, yeah. I say she's in the cooler crowd. Cooler All right. crowd? Yep. Uh, All right. I guess. Mm-hmm. She's continue. She's legit. Um, yeah, she's legit. Do? All right. All right. Um, He's not making. She's her real. Up. That's always a bonus. <laughs> um, standard in her movie situation. What yeah. movie did you see? I am Legend. Okay. Well, we talked. Didn't you already that. see that? Where'd you take her to dinner? Um, Bravo's. See now, did you go oh, to the movie beforehand I'm... or the the movie afterwards? Afterwards. Okay, because sometimes people like to to go see the movie first and, and then, then they talk, can talk about, about it, it over dinner. Did you do the popcorn trick? That's kind of an advanced. You need to give them these tips before the date no. next time. I'm going to show you show you the popcorn trick. I know what it is. Works every oh, time. I think okay. I do. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, I think I do. All right, hang on. Let me show you. Get a bag of popcorn in here. No. So anyway, uh, Ian. You did you go uh, go see the folks in uh, Nashville? No, well Memphis. Memphis. They, well, they live down there. Whatever, um, same thing. Well, <laughs> they're there. I have a sister in Cincinnati, sister in Northern Indiana, and my brothers in Wisconsin. So we're all all over the place. Yeah. And both my parents are from Northern Indiana, so we did Christmas at Grandma's house. I spent a week in Indiana, and it was far too long. Get her done! I, I did turn on the radio just cause, to see if you were on air when I um, was in that the part of the state that we, like, we could still oh, get yeah. um, Chicago radio, but you weren't. Yeah. And there was some check on who I didn't yeah. know. Yeah. And, um, Maybe Brock can hook you up. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Cause, connections. Right. Well, yeah, I did that. I finished moving into my new place, and... Um, I worked here on New Year's yeah. Eve. I was in the air studio right over there yeah. at the stroke of midnight. Because the people listening can see where right over there is. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Mitchell! Yeah, okay, wow. Here's, here's another gesture they can't see, okay? <laughs> He's um, giving him the thumbs up, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, right. that big thumbs up. Uh, so, no, I was, I was on air at the stroke of midnight on, um... Flipping the recording back to play it again because hey, we aired the top eighty nine. Oh, all right. And um, well, we aired it twice in a row. And then uh, <laughs> so I was sitting there and I bumped the mouse on the computer and we get an instant message from somebody. So I ended up having this conversation with this uh, guy. I think it was a guy. I didn't really talk to them for very long. But this person was just sitting at home by themselves, just getting hammered, awesome. listening to the impact awesome. at, at midnight oh, on New yeah. Year's Eve. It, it was kind of awesome and kind of sad <laughs> at the same time. Oh, they were we really, them. really nice. Yeah, we love them. We but love they were you. having uh, a New Year's party with the captain. <laughs> nice. And, uh, yes, that was my New Year's Eve. And then mm. I went to a friend, a party at a friend's place and... By four o'clock, I I'm 25, so typically when I go to parties in East Lansing, I'm the oldest one there. Um, I was the youngest one at this party, nice. which was kind of strange. So by the time you know I got there after midnight, people were starting to leave or pass out or whatever. That's what old people do. So like. Yeah, at the end of the night, everyone was going to bed, so I just drove home. And <laughs> I was all wasted, so I figured I'd get my car, drive home. No, I was sober. Okay, right. Don't drive drunk. I don't. <laughs> it just sounds like a sad Sometimes. time. It was, just, it was just a really like. So, hold on. <laughs> I've n- I don't think I've ever done anything awesome on New Year's, and this was oh, probably the least so climactic New Year's I've so ever sad. had. I have a great, great New Year's story, but I can't tell it because either my fiancé or her parents are listening right now. Or so. both. Or both. Well, no, she's at work. So no. uh, should have come over to Jeremy's. We were singing karaoke. <laughs> I didn't even know what was going on. 
Bernadette, you're uh, before you pass out over there. I had an eight o'clock this morning. Come on, you I gotta stay up with me. This morning. Oh. <clears throat> Quit your whining, both of you. Let's see here. I uh, sat around the whole time. Uh, That's so boring. I found out where I'm going for spring break. Not Which is choice, where? Germany. Oh, oh not by choice. That sucks. Well, not- Man, I have to oh. go to Germany. Do you have a passport? Yeah. I Good job. Dude, that's my homeland. <laughs> Aren't you Canadian? No, actually, I almost was. Almost dual citizenship. But I was on, it was like, it was either I die or and I get dual citizenship or I live and don't get dual citizenship. I choose dying. <laughs> I was almost Canadian. I still I was don't almost understand Israeli, uh, but I was born in the U.S. instead of Israel. Well, so the thing is well. that same with me in Poland. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a joke. I like it. Yeah. So um, the story behind that is that my parents planned to have me born in Canada in winter, but I was coming. But seven the days after, quick drive to Canada. No, seven oh. days after I <laughs> right. was. Uh, supposed to be born. Uh-huh. They were like, "Well, she's kind of late. Maybe we should go back to Detroit." Nice. And turns out I had my umbilical cord wrapped around my necklace. Yeah. Oh, good yep, time. Same here. Represent. <laughs> yep. But, Seriously. Uh, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so my dad's going to Germany for three months for work, so I have to go up there for spring break. Oh, you and have to go. Dude, that yeah. sucks. Yeah. You realize you can't just stay in the dorm. You don't have That's to go, so but you can get you know, away. No, actually, dorm drink. spring breaks were a lot of fun. Dorm spring breaks are great. Awesome. Yeah, except for the girl that you're hanging out with down the hall comes back a little early, and you have another girl in your room, and it makes for very. <laughs> it sounds like a bad experience. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm just saying. I'm I putting a see... hypothetical uh, situation out there. I can see and, you uh, reflecting back. To <laughs> <the> <laughs> oh God, what I uh, what I wish I could tell on the radio. So anyway. Besides that, I got hit on by some guy at Best Buy. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. Sweet, all one right. One of the auto tech guys. Nice. The auto tech, you mean the one that, that do the, uh, the car stereos? Yeah. Nice. See, now, okay, before we move on to the lovely Brandon, I, I just have to finish <laughs> the conversation with Mitch. We didn't really touch on if well, the he, date went I well. I know. He's, he's, he seems a little reluctant. Yeah. I don't know if I want this to drag not, him out of him. Don't be shy. It's his private, personal life. And no, I don't, people don't. Pe- Mitch isn't his real name. That's his radio moniker. So this is fine. Wow, you sold that really well, Dr. Kilometer. So yeah. anyway. I think the day went very well. Yeah. Excellent. The day. Will there be a second it was a day? Date. It wasn't. It's a date. Oh. There been a second date. Um, Saturday. Dude. Oh, oh yeah. Here is the money date. Uh, even though it's a little past, you probably should have done it a month ago. Take her, <laughs> make uh, reservations at either the Bavarian Inn or Zenders, and take her to Frankenmuth. You don't have to spend any money other than dinner. You can walk around Bronner's. You can do all this stuff. I hate Bronner's. Sorry. It's a long drive. No, it's it's like forty minutes, half hour. Are you joking? From here? Yeah, I we go there for my uh, my old lady, and I go there every year during Christmas. I must have been smoking some crazy stuff. Yeah, you must have because it's not very far. You just get on sixty nine towards Flint, and it's like sixty nine to seventy five, and it's only like ten miles up seventy five. Wow, well that's excellent. Yeah, you should do that. Yeah, that's it's a good cool. one. Have you ever been there? No. Oh, it's fun. Unless she's like Jewish or something. Uh, according <laughs> to Google, Is she vegetarian. Nope. According to Google Maps, it from Lansing, Michigan to Frankenmuth, Michigan is about one hour and twenty minutes. It is a seventy-nine point five mile trip. Well, the way Brock drives, way I, I drive, I'll give him the benefit of the yeah, doubt on the, the way time. I, dri- I drive fast. Still so. not that far. That's an hour drive. Yeah. Now, now my final question. I'm prying real hard. And I'm just <laughs> loving it. 
Was there a, um, let's call it a... Consummation? Send- a send-off. A consummation of the, of the, uh, the evening? Was there a send-off? A little smoochy smooth? Look at him blush. A wow. never tells. So yes. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> Buzzing! So what's the next date before we move on to Brandon? Um, well, it's double date with me and my buddy. Ooh. And... Is he, uh, does he already have an established, like, old lady? No. Oh, so it's tough. a real double date. So it's like a real kind of... Wow. That's tough. That's a tough double yeah, date right there. Okay. Because they, they'll start hanging out with each other and talking, and you two will start hanging out yep. and talking, and yep. then you kind of like... It's okay. Yeah. I can hold my own, I think. Ooh. Nice. Mr. Big Shot, all right. Well, we'll, we'll expect a full briefing. Or you could just bring them all in here and you could double date on the show. <laughs> yeah, that'd go real well. Because <laughs> we all know how well it went last time. Oh, that wasn't real in. last I'll, time. I'll she, cater. Yeah, Dr. Kilometer can <laughs> oh, cook. He's a hell of a cook. We, we set up yeah, Brandon's ta- like, do it, bring food in. <laughs> we can set up a table and candles and the whole thing right here. Maybe no just one the a running commentary. Yeah, we don't. Well, I'm just saying, if it's a date, you know? we'll clean up. We'll I'll vacuum the floors and uh, <laughs> yeah. put a blanket down there. My my concept of dates comes entirely from television. Oh. So you know, oh. wow. All right, well, yeah, I just got an interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I just got an interesting uh, vision in my head. Brandon, what have you been up to? What'd you do over break? Uh, I try to keep myself busy, so I wasn't just sitting around at home. So I went to a Pistons game. Whoa. Went to a Lions game with Chaz. Nice. Uh, it was good times. Celebrated a birthday. Your um, birthday? Yeah. Oh, wow. So, yeah, remember you had a year, what, like two days after Christmas or yeah. something? Yeah. Oh, you know, I think I did send you a Facebook message. Um, I'll have to look for that. Uh, <laughs> I also went out on a date. Ooh! Yeah, me and my mom saw <laughs> one missed call. Yeah, so we'll, uh, we'll talk about movies here very quickly. Not gonna uh, ask about the end of the day. No, no, no. Just a hug. No. So anyway, um, I had an interesting past few weeks. Uh, I like I said at the top of the show, I've been in Chicago, on and off. Fortunately, the holiday season. But basically, all the. Um, the way it works uh, for that company that I work with, it's one of those companies where if you don't use your time by the end of the fiscal year, it all goes away. Mm-hmm. So everybody takes all the end of the years off. So uh, I was doing the morning show, and then I was coming back and doing nights and doing all this stuff. And uh, it was interesting. I spent New Year's Eve uh, in an apartment in Wicker Park by myself, um, where the two lovely ladies that lived above my friend's apartment, who I was staying at. Had a couple friends over, and they were getting to know each other very well uh, at around midnight. So that kind of kept me awake. Um, but I was uh, uh, I threw out all the uh, snow and cramp, and uh, it wasn't it wasn't not a lot of fun. And then we closed on our house on uh, uh, this past Friday. Cough claps, yay! Yay! I, I, yeah, we closed. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I closed on my house, and uh, we've been working on it ever since. And we're trying to help my landlord ran out our old house which is a huge pain and doing all this stuff and, uh, so uh it's it's been a uh, it's been a long couple of weeks um by the way if you're interested um my uh wedding announcement is in the lansing state journal uh it is Aww. if you go online it's in the current edition online it was the december 30th version but uh if you're curious it is online if you go to lsj.com did you have I to get special pictures taken we did do the engagement pictures, oh, yes. How cute. But only because the people that we took the pictures with are also doing our wedding, and we got a huge deal because I was like setting the limits as far as what we were going to do price wise for pictures. Because it's like back before, you think about the cameras they were using and the amount of film they were using, you're like, all right, I can see where you justify spending this amount of money. But now it's all on an SD card. Like, 
you you know you, you've paid for that Nikon like twenty thousand times over. You don't really need to charge us that much. So, so did you did you go in afterwards and like make them Photoshop like your zits out and stuff like that? They they um, well I naturally take very good photos. Well you're so, German. Yeah. Well of course. Uh, <laughs> what? That's awful. <laughs> Yeah, just please move on. Okay, wow. Um, anyway, uh, and uh, they three five yeah four three two three eight nine three is the phone number. Uh, what are you, you talking can, about? You can instant message us. Well, I, I hadn't given it out yet. So instant message us. Impact Happy Hours our screen name via AOL Instant Messenger four three two three eight nine three is our phone number. Uh, something else I did uh, that I talked to Doctor Kilometer about that I was super excited about. I called him right away. I tipped off. Prez Hilton. <laughs> a couple no weeks ago, I tipped him off, and he posted the tip like five minutes after I tipped him off. I had an inside scoop that uh, <laughs> that uh, Danny Bataducci was uh, not returning to the Adam Carolla radio show, which is out on uh, the West Coast, and uh, I was the first person to let him know. And he, of course, he reposted that naked picture of Bataducci, which, which is, is sad. Just- terrible <laughs> it's pretty sad but it's so great <laughs> but i i got an email from prez and everything so i was i i had to tell dr kilometer right away because that's right now now i'm not asking if um i'm not asking for you to give out the address but is the address that he replied to you it's just with? prez at prezhilton.com so it's the same thing yeah he must have like a team billions, of elves working yeah, on billions his, of emails his spam yeah i can't imagine what that guy gets it's ridiculous wow well Good job. Yeah, you're, I know. You're the man now, Don. I, I am super, super <laughs> sweet. Uh, let's, let's take a look into movies. There's lots to talk about. Um, actually, before we talk about movies, I haven't even been paying attention. I've been working so hard on my house. I've been putting in 14, 16-hour days. I haven't been watching TV. Apparently, there's a big Britney Spears thing going on. Oh. <laughs> and I've been apparently she she went crazy, and uh, I'm she sure was in a hospital, yeah. and she lost Dr. her kids. Doctor Phil talked That's to her, and yeah, Doctor Kilometer claims she's bipolar now and, and bisexual. Crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> she's flying places with her uh, photog friends. Her married paparazzo <clears throat> friend. Nice. <clears throat> yes. Nice. So, dude, what's the scoop, Doctor K? All right, here's let me let me lay it down for you, real, <laughs> real, real good life. All right, all right, so good life. So uh, this all started when Britney Spears was scheduled to give a deposition for um, her custody trial with Kevin Federline, or uh-huh. as I like to call him, FedEx. Right. Okay. So <laughs> the the deposition had to be rescheduled funny, three times because she Britney was, kept yeah, skipping missing, it, right. like. Instead of going to the deposition, she would get in her car and drive around and get her picture taken. No joke. So, finally what happened was her deposition was scheduled for 9.45 to 11.45 on this certain day, which was like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. She showed up an hour and 45 minutes late, so the deposition only lasted 15 minutes. Then the rest of the day, she had scheduled with her court-appointed social worker for visitation with her kids. Well, she said... My deposition was supposed to last two hours, so I want an extra two hours with my kids. So at the end of the day, when Kevin Federline's bodyguard tried to pick up the kids, she barricaded herself in her house for an extra two hours and demanded that she have an extra two hours with her kids. So they called the police, and the police came, and the police determined that she was under the influence of some unknown substance, which still to this day... They don't know, but it wasn't illegal drugs. That's what they do know because they ran a tox screen. 
And well, yeah, but here's the thing: I thought she was addicted to pretty much prescription meds as well. Well, she's been having to take um, court-appointed drug tests, and she's been passing. Wow. So maybe that, she's using the Wizenator. Maybe she's using some <laughs> secret method that we don't know about. It's right. Possible. I mean, she's Britney Spears, but she's not that smart, so I doubt it. <laughs> But, I but, know some pretty dumb people who pass drug yeah. tests. Yeah, yeah. But the bottom line is, she the cops were called. The cops came into her house. They determined that she was mentally unstable. She was wheeled out of her house into an ambulance on a gurney, strapped down, literally strapped down. They took her to the hospital, where she, against the advice of her doctors, uh, left after a day and a half, and just as she was leaving, Dr. Phil came in to try to counsel her and make a TV show out of it. That would make me kill myself right there if he came in. And that's where it's sitting right now. Uh, she's just go- She's at her house. She lost her visitation rights with her kids until the trial begins. And she's sneaking off to like New York and Baja California with her married paparazzo friend. That's the deal on Brittany. Wow. Well, I'm Seacrest gl- out. <laughs> nice. Uh, I haven't, uh, yeah, like I said, I haven't been paying that much attention to the uh, the tabs. Yeah, neither have I. Uh, yeah, obviously, clearly, <laughs> <laughs> obviously, you haven't been uh, looking for jobs and uh, having Pres Hilton open on a, a separate tab. Uh, that tis the season of uh, lots of uh, movies, television, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, and uh, mm. I think a lot of people in here have been, well, seeing a lot of movies as of late, or a lot of television, and specifically presidential. Caucuses and primaries. Oh, Indeed. God. I don't, Speaking I don't of presidential candidates, uh, Mike Huckabee's coming to St. John's tomorrow. Oh, oh no. I'm so sorry. <laughs> He's uh, um, there's like homes like there. We have a homeschooled basketball team, I guess. Apparently, homeschoolers are cra- oh. homeschooled basketball the, team. The warriors, oh. the warriors of Christ is what they are. They're oh like, like, wow! Uh, and um, they have a, isn't that a little like contradictory? <laughs> yeah, because isn't Christ for peace? Like, if you're going to be all into, like, Jesus and everything, at least get it right. Yeah. You know? But, uh, so, yeah, <laughs> they have a, a basketball oh game tomorrow and against some other homeschool the, basketball team. The Satan's Devils. Satan's Peacemakers. I want to be on the Satan's Devils, yeah. So Mike Huckabee's coming to watch the game and probably uh, talk a little bit at the end. I'm going to go. Are you going? Why? some eggs, man. Yeah. I don't like my coffee. Maybe I'll go, too. I'll go Obama wait signs and just... (laughs) Maybe maybe we should heckle him. I want to. You want to be a heckler? I do. I like my... Heckle Huckabee. Yeah, just wait for the Secret Service to hear this. No, Huckabee, Huckle was. CIA is listening right now. No, no, I didn't say I was going to do any sort of physical harm I said I'll heckle him yeah that does emotional harm dude how how could you how could you elect anybody that has a lazy eye like how could you do it because you're always wondering what that eye's looking at it could be like looking at dude I'm making fun of him I don't care uh pretty sure FDR had more than a lazy eye yeah well ooh touche <laughs> and almost as low pitched as your voice yeah. there, buddy boy. Have you ever seen the video of uh, Hillary Clinton had like whatever some kind of rally, and then there's some guy, and he stands up, he has a sign that says "Iron My Shirt," and he's just going "Iron My Shirt," "Iron My Shirt" for like 20 minutes. He's this guy. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. What was the deal with really? What was the deal with somebody making her cry? Because I'm on. I was at the gym. Yeah, I, I, I was at the gym, and there's a bunch matter. of... Of course, those tards over there watch Fox News all the time, so... This is the question. <laughs> That's all I see her, on there. They asked her, um, do you think Americans are really for change? 
and she got emotional because she said that her running is not just about like power it's about she really wants to change america and she gets very emotional when she sees america not changing and it's it's really an issue close to her heart and that's what made her cry no. and, and and she wanted to win the new hampshire primary yeah right? yeah <laughs> exactly and then the woman who apparently brought up that question didn't vote for. Yeah, she voted for Obama. <laughs> Which I thought was yeah, awesome. Yeah, that's great. You know what really sucks is uh, the two people... Uh, uh-oh, Amanda's coming in to uh, add her two cents. I'm taking a class, big shocker here, on like gender and how women and men are different oh, and all this stuff. Oh, God. You know, because they offer about reason. 12 million of those at college. Right. Um, so my professor's asking about the Hillary Clinton crying thing, people think that it may have been staged. Oh, really? Yeah, people wow. in my class were like, it's it's just a ploy. It's a ploy to make her look like she has a heart and a soul. It's a well, lie. That's well, you know, I, I, would, was, yeah, I, I was, was going to say, that's what it is. You mean people didn't think no, it was a ploy? because some people in my class were like, no, she's genuine. Oh. I look genuine. Because <laughs> there was this big debate about whether oh, Hillary Clinton cries. You know, yeah. you know, Amanda, that, that, that is, that is <laughs> that totally true, I think, in my mind, because Hillary Clinton's campaign actually had to apologize for planting questions yeah. in a kindergarten class. Yeah. I there I, there's not like honestly, I don't think I'm even going to vote. I don't care. Oh. I really don't care. And where no, you, listen. Listen. Here? Just <laughs> vote or die, bro. Listen. I I I voted every year. I vote in primaries. <laughs> I vote in everything. And you know what? It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Oh my god. Because gosh. there's there's so many tards in this country that are that they listen to everywhere. Now these are the same matter. people. Listen, in in the Lansing State Journal a couple of weeks ago, they were reporting on the fact that uh, there's a, a pharmacist that is suing Target because they fired him because he wouldn't dispense the morning after pill. And they're like, well, the morning after abortion pill. I'm like, no, you idiots! It's not an abortion pill. It's the it's the reason that the 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 religious tards in this country are letting that happen, thereby cutting down abortions in this country by letting the morning after pill be more readily accepted. Uh, the people just don't pay attention. It's and they they run with things, and it's just like it doesn't matter. Listen, because right, yeah. I don't agree with. Uh, if honestly, the one the two people that really stick out to me are Obama, obviously, but he'll never get the nomination. And if Mitt Romney were to actually say that he's the Democrat that he's that he really is, and he would stop lying about other stuff just so he could get the GOP nomination. I mean, Mitt Romney is, uh, you know, I'm as liberal as a guy is. But Mitt Romney's done some pretty cool things. He just switched and started lying so he could get the GOP Well, you nomination. know what? Why don't you vote your conscience so you can offset one of the people that you don't agree with? Well, here's the thing. Like, I, vote, I was in the year 2000, I voted for Ralph Nader. And right. then I got nothing but crap about well, it. Well, that you should get nothing but crap about it. <laughs> yeah, well, like, oh, I'm going to vote for Ralph Nader, or I'm going to do a write-in ballot. If you're not going to vote for one of the main candidates, then then don't vote because you're throwing your vote away. That's so mm-hmm. stupid. You really are. If you're not going to vote for someone that's actually going to win, don't vote. Here's what I'm, here's well, my I argument. Mickey Mouse. Oh, here's my president. argument. Here's my argument. Regardless, and I, the, the impact, of course, is a very politically charged place as our... Um, you know, other other college stations, or maybe the other people, you know, at the Christian colleges, and they have their agenda and everything. I I don't think it really, real. I didn't mean to get into all this politics and stuff, but anymore, I mean, there are billions of things I don't like about Hillary that I would not want her uh, president. There's things that there's no way that uh, the the idiots in this country would be ready. 
um, for Obama to be president. I think you, I think you under, underestimate America. Really? Really? You underestimate America. <laughs> Get her done. <laughs> yeah, that's why, uh, here's a, that recent poll that was released that uh, the most untrusted people in this country are atheists. But take a look in prisons. How many atheists are in prisons? How many atheists commit crime? How many atheists are out there doing the bad stuff? You know, like, how many atheists are on death row? Hmm. All those people seem to have accepted Christ in their lives, if I'm not mistaken. It's just like, people are so stupid, and they let the smallest things, like, and especially all the things these people are talking about. Uh, Because of the, the political, like, the nominations and all the stuff that's going on right now, the primaries... Did you notice that this whole Iran thing is getting is going to be blowing out of proportion here very very quickly? Yeah. Happy hour. Yeah. Happy <laughs> hour. Uh, let's just move on because uh, I hate politics and I hate all, all this crap. Um, let's move on to movies. Uh, and I want to make a, a note real quick of uh, well, let's just do the usual where we talk about the uh, top uh, ten. National Treasure has done a hundred and seventy million dollars. It's awesome. Is it good? I haven't seen it. I thought it was pretty good. I've heard people. I think it's awesome that Nicholas Cage is is still making movies. But from what I hear, his acting gets progressively worse in each movie. Well, it's 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 the first National Treasure just with new clues, essentially. Really, it really is. But I mean, it's it's entertaining. You're just like, oh, that's cool. And I saw the first National Treasure on television. I didn't go see it. I didn't rent it. I caught it on TV once, and it was fine. It was just silly action entertainment. It's not important if you're. Looking for escapism? Why not? Now, now is is National Treasure is the series of movies National Treasure sort of like to American history what Indiana um, Jones? No, what the Da Vinci Code is to like the history of Catholicism? Yeah, oh, yeah. I think so. Like, yeah, yeah, that's all fictionalized. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> the Knights Templar. As long as you accept that it's fiction, you know, it's it's real. But I mean, is it <laughs> real? Is there cool stuff that makes you think? Yeah. In the National Treasure movies? No, I don't remember. Because no. I just watched it on TV one Saturday I mean, afternoon the biggest, it was on. The biggest thing was... is there's like, there's the Mason sign on the back of the $1 bill. And if you look, every, you know, all the uh, former, the, the founding fathers were all Freemasons and blah, blah, blah. blah. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's interesting. That's fun to see. I mean, that's cool to think about. I know, but that, those are the conspiracy theorist people that are like the Freemasons. <laughs> Amanda disagrees. Uh, are the, uh, the people that uh, are, are in contact with the alien race who uh, secretly you, run the country and are yeah. more powerful. Has than, anybody seen these lately, the Freemasons billboard ads? No. They're recruiting on billboards now. I thought you had to be a legacy to get into No, it says, it says, share the secret. Mason that has like the Masons really? logo. Yeah. Dude, National and Treasure. These, is... these four like dudes like from all like there's I think there's like there's one like old white guy and there's one young white guy and a black guy and then this other dude who I don't even remember. But it's like they just like and they're all like with these stupid smiles on their face and that's all it is. It's Does just like know total the recruitment. To be a Freemason, yeah, no, I, um, I mean I don't know how to lay. You bricks. have to give them money. <laughs> I don't know how to lay bricks, so I, I, that's I, probably a detriment. I think I you give them money. A Freemason of Rick St. Gilroy's, and um, all you have to do is just you give them money. Sign up. You just want to be like, I want to be a Freemason. So it's like you signed up for Boy Scouts. It's right? a, but what's it the is, point if you're not actually building stuff? It is a fraternal organization for adults. Right, but that, like, that's li- truly what it is. Do you today. get together and drink? I'm sure some of them do. So it's kind of like an Elks Lodge? Uh, do they have Elks Lodges it, anymore? They do. They, they have Elks and Eagles, actually. Yeah. Eagles? Yeah. Oh, my, yeah, 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 yeah. My yeah. grandparents are. Yeah. Both of those. Back to movies. And moose, wow. too. Moose. There's moose There's as well. A, what the hell do moose do? They bowl. <laughs> <laughs> moose. 
Bowl. All right, uh, box office top ten and number two, Juno. In a number two, from what I hear, a good movie. That is that is so ridiculous that that little independent movie yeah. is number two in the box office. It's like Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Fifty one million dollars. Wait, wait, what did you say about Napoleon Dynamite? Said it's just like that, in my opinion. As far as how it with got a better big. with a better cast, <laughs> but it looked like they spent just about as much. Probably a significantly more. Uh, well-written. Mature subject matter. Well, the yeah, for sure, but the the writer of the uh, the story was actually like a former stripper, was she not? I'm not sure. Uh, I believe she was, so... I should know that, really. I mean, if it's <laughs> yeah, that's what I was looking at, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then the director's like, what, whatever his name is, Reitman, or I don't know. Reitman. Reitman. Uh, number three, I Am Legend has made $228 million. Number that's four, Alvin and the Chipmunks. Hundred and seventy six million. That's that's great. Really? <laughs> Good for really? Jason Lee. Good for Jason Lee. Good uh, for that movie. Good for the little chipmunks. You know, that movie looked <laughs> Good for the CGI. Good for the little CGI chipmunks. <laughs> that movie looked funny from the beginning and I, mm. I will see it sometime, probably yeah. on, on wow. rental but Brandon and his mom went on a date to see one missed call and it came in at number five. Uh, Charlie Wilson's War at number six. Was it good? It was great. I heard it. Was we will talk. It was short. We will talk about yeah. it. Number seven, P.S. I Love You. Number eight, Disney's The Water Horse. Uh, number nine, Sweeney Todd. Um, I think that's probably considered a flop. And number ten, Atonement, which I don't even know uh, what the heck that is. What, what did everybody see over break? <coughs> Let's talk about it. I saw I Am Legend. I think that's the only thing I saw. Yeah, we've... Uh, I think we discussed it. I think, yeah. Pretty good. Did anybody see Alien vs. Predator Requiem? No. <laughs> I don't think anyone in Amazing. the country did. That's really surprising. No, Miss. I know Miss Hunter saw it, but uh, he's uh, he's not with us today. Uh, you saw Charlie Wilson's War, Dr. Kilometer. Yes, I did. Um, it's a movie about a guy who was in a, a congressman from Texas, a Democrat, actually, who during the 80s was in a unique position to funnel money into the, a covert war supplying um, supplying the Afghan people with basically shoulder-fired missiles to shoot down Soviet helicopters. RPGs. Yeah, our RPGs and stingers and all that good stuff. It was really funny. It was written by Aaron Sorkin, mm -hmm. um, oh. who, of course... A plus. Yeah, who, of course, is the screenwriter for... West Wing, Sports Night, Studio 60, so the dialogue was really sharp and witty and, and all that good stuff. Um, Tom Hanks is very good as Charlie Wilson. Charlie Wilson, he was a booze hound and fully proud of it. He, he liked to drink, he liked loose women, that's, that's what his thing was, and being in Congress was just a godsend for him. But he actually did things for the country, and um, Tom Hanks was really good in his role, but the steel was performed by Philip Seymour Hoffman. I'm a huge Philip Seymour Hoffman fan. He was awesome in Capote, Magnolia, Bookie Nights, all that stuff. Long King Polly. Yeah, and, and this guy, <laughs> he plays he plays a CIA agent, like a, almost basically like a rogue CIA agent, and he is abrasive, and he is mean, and he is funny, and he steals every scene he's in. Really excellent. Really? Julia Roberts was terrible, though. Like a pasted-on, hey, how you doing, Charlie Wilson? Oh. <laughs> just a, just oh. the worst southern accent ever. Julia yeah. Roberts, I'm sorry, you're beautiful, but go to a dialogue coach. <laughs> well, she hasn't been in a movie in how long? 
Since Ocean's 12. Yeah. Uh, so we get a big thumbs up from Dr. K on uh, Charlie Wilson's War. Yeah, what? very interesting. A little bit short, yeah. but very entertaining. Dr. Kalam, uh, Dr. Kalam, Mitchell, did you see any movies over break? Besides? National Treasure, Iron Legend, I think that was it. Really? How was how National Treasure? Did you see the first one? Um, yeah, I saw, I haven't seen the whole of it, but just like, same gist. Basically. I mean, there's cool, cool clues and stuff. Yeah. They opened the door for a third one. Oh, yeah, I'm cool. sure. I'm sure they got a trilogy set up. Bernadette, what did you see? Well, do we want to go from last time I was in or the past, like, two weeks? Past two weeks. Oh, uh, let's see here. I want to go see I Am Legend, mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd, Walk Hard, and Juno. How was Walk Hard? It didn't live up to what I expected. I mean, I saw it with my dad, who obviously is a lot older, and he found it hilarious because there's a lot of, like, older music references in it. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I've taken a class on old music styles from, like, jazz up to 90s grunge. Mm -hmm. So I understood a lot of the references, but if you didn't, you would not understand why that movie was funny at all, so... What well, a, older musical styles, including '90s grunge, including, is all yeah, I heard. Including yeah, rock and roll. Yeah, thanks. I I heard uh, Mr. Eddie Vedder makes a uh, cameo in it. Yep. Nice. I can't believe I haven't seen it yet. But <laughs> Atonement, as for what that is, I actually want to see it, which is really bad. Wow. What is it? It's like there's this one couple with Kira Knightley and some other guy, and they're like making out in this room, and this little girl that has the crush on the old guy sees them and says that this guy killed someone, so he gets sent off to a war. And then it shows them all growing up, like, went during the war, and she's older, and she's, like, feeling guilty for Wow. That. Sounds lame. It's like, <laughs> it's, I, it's I've never even, seven, doesn't um, sound familiar at all. Uh, the Golden Globes. Wow. So. That doesn't mean anything. Uh, besides the day with your mom there, buddy boy, what else did you see? No, uh, just Juno. What was what was the other one? One missed call. Yeah, one missed call. Uh, is that as stupid as it looks? Yeah, it is. <laughs> uh, but I I absolutely adore uh, Shannon Sussman. Uh, nice. She was nice. wearing my exact same shoes in the movie, <laughs> the same shoes that stole the show at the uh, the Impact Awards. Yes. Um, and you know, basically, you get a call two days before or a day before, and you get, you know you never pick it up because it's always one missed call, and you get a voicemail from like it's you dying. Oh, okay. that's <laughs> yeah. enough. That's wow. Enough uh, yeah, I'll, I'll go on a little mini tangent here. You know, when you were reading off the box office, you, Brock, mentioned um, Sweeney Todd considered a flop. Mm-hmm. That was another one of those movies that they do a limited release for like four weeks or three weeks. Did they do a they, limited release with it? Yeah, and then uh-huh. they release it to the wide public. Like, aren't these movie studios going to realize that you got to do it if all you pour, at once? If you pour all your media budget into advertising before the limited release and you only have New York and LA and maybe Chicago as your audience movies like they 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 lose the public consciousness yeah. after a couple of weeks you have to strike while the iron is hot yeah and you're just driving people to BitTorrent them and download them and, yep. and all that stuff when are people going to realize that limited release does more harm than good well, their whole theory is it builds up a buzz, and then they release it nationally, and and it builds up buzz for the, oh the awards season. Yeah, which like how how many yeah. movies do you know that make the most of their money after they win an award? They don't, people. They yeah. don't. They make the award, they, or they make their money the first month of when they're released and the first two weeks when they're out on DVD. Yeah. Well, Juno did the, <clears throat> the limited release thing. And yeah. I was when it was nationally released, it exploded. Well, that was an indie, though. Yeah, Juno, I think, just because of the actors that are in it, have has a more wide 
uh, audience than Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd is a very bloody thing, and it's also a musical. And it was a big budget production. I mean, yeah, like, it was a Tim big, but it was right. a musical, and musicals turn off a lot of people right from the beginning. Yeah. Whereas Juno has Michael Sarah, who's had huge hits. Uh, it has um, that Ellen Page girl, who for some reason America has fallen in love with. It has. <laughs> um, uh, the the Michael Bluth guy. What's his yeah, name? Yeah, it has Jason, Jason Bateman. Bateman. It yeah. has uh, Jennifer Gardner. Cameo from Rain Wilson for all you Office fans. So I mean, that that lineup is is perfect right there for an indie treasure. You know, I don't know. Limited release bothers Doctor Kilometer. End of sentence. Nice. So also joining us in the studio, <sighs> Joshua, uh, our new host of the Cultural Vibe, whom I have yet to meet. Dude, you can make noise. It doesn't matter. <laughs> What's up, buddy? Welcome, Joshua. I'm doing all right. Good, 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 good. We're gonna we're gonna do some talking after the show. We uh, we just got a few minutes here left to left to go talking about movies and stuff. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay. So, has anyone seen the preview for Charlie Bartlett? No, no. Sounds familiar. I saw the preview for it like a year and a half ago, and now they're like, oh, coming out in March. I'm like, that came out like a year or two ago. Does he make apples? Is that what he does? No. <laughs> Sits in oh, wow. and gives people medications and counsels them. Wow, I saw a preview for that. Yeah. I saw a preview for it like two years ago, and now I'm like, why is it coming out now? Have you seen any well, good movies lately, Joshua? Um, I think the last thing I saw in the in the theater was Walk Hard, and it was hilarious. Really? You liked it? Yeah, I thought it was funny. I I can't believe I'm the only like I I would that's the kind of movie that I would actually seek out to go see and for some, I I mean granted I've been busy but uh, we should do it we should do it this week yeah we should we need to do here's a movie that's coming out movies opening up this week um, not a lot of big ones but there's a movie that calls to me and I don't at the nerd side of me it's a movie called uh, Fanboys. Uh, oh, and it's called uh, the the synopsis is four extreme Star Wars fans and childhood friends oh, drive across America to Skywalker Ranch in order to <laughs> sneak a peek at the yet unreleased Episode One Phantom Menace as one last hurrah for their dying friend. Is it a documentary? I don't think so. No, that was kind of a joke. Sorry. <laughs> if it were, it would be a lot more depressing. <laughs> would be way way better. Is that way the one better. where Kristen Bell is in it and she dresses up as Princess Leia? Yes, it is. Nice. <laughs> uh, Veronica Mars. For those of you who are <laughs> right. up on the uh, the actor's studio, Veronica Mars dresses up as as Princess Leia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, quickly, uh, movies opening. I don't really think there's that much opening. Uh, Be Kind Rewind opens limited uh, this week, which is... Oh, uh, limited! Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, opens. Uh, I want to see it just for most deaf. I mean... Yeah. I'm what was the last movie he was in? Well, I don't know. I love most stuff, <laughs> though. That's how he talks. You ever seen most stuff? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was in the... I don't know. I only saw the first Ocean Eleven. So yeah, he was yeah. in Sixteen Blocks with Bruce Willis. I'm moved up. What's up? I'm moved up. <laughs> that accent oh, was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, oh, yeah. I'm a baker. I bake cakes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's exactly how he sounds. No. I'm a professional, most deaf impersonator. <laughs> <laughs> you don't look the role. Right, right, right. He, actually, he actually plays a baker in that movie. 
No, uh, I'm not even joking with you at you all. You know what? Uh, we've we've got the guys from the vibe in here. What the hell happened to Ice Cube? <laughs> what the hell happened to Man. Ice Cube? Is he still OG? <laughs> if 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 we knew, he wouldn't be doing what he <laughs> His new movie, First Sunday, is uh, coming out. Also with Tracy Morgan. Uh, <laughs> Looks Dur- terrible. Uh, Darrell and Lee John are best friends and bumbling petty criminals. When Darrell learns that his ex-girlfriend plans to move to another state with their son, unless they can get her. Uh, 17 grand to pay off a debt. They come up with a desperate scheme to rob their neighborhood church. Uh, uh, like, sounds great, actually. That's too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see? I don't know. What the, the, I have to be like, are we there yet? Are we done yet? Oh. Cat I mean, in that too, I'm right? sort of hoping that that with them this one he just like turns out. I mean, like just like makes another Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I, hoping because I mean Friday is like a classic movie. Oh movie. yeah, absolutely. Until they yeah. ruined it with the three follow-ups. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ice Cube, Regina Hall, uh, Tracy Morgan, Clifton Powell. Clifton Powell does every movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> in life. I've, <laughs> I've noticed that lately as well. Uh, real quickly, Amanda, what did you have? Spoiler alert about First Sunday. <laughs> Heard what it's about. If you guys want to see it, so cover your ears. If you do, if if anyone doesn't want to know what happens in First Sunday, cover your ears. <laughs> <laughs> apparently they go to rob the church, and someone who goes to the church has already robbed the church, and then they got to find them and steal the money. From them. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious. I seriously Q. read that. Uh, I read that Q. on a message board. Somebody's so. got a mole in their organization. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wow. Uh, oh, also, uh, coming up a little later in a couple weeks for Dr. Kilometer, the Hannah Montana Miley Cyrus uh, Best of Both Worlds <laughs> concert tour. I bet you that is going to be huge. Oh, she has been will selling be. tickets she for is, a month. She is underage, therefore I shall not come. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Hannah Montana is definitely gangster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, is it just me or does she have the voice of like a... 60-year-old chick. No comment. Why? <laughs> Dr. Clay doesn't watch that show. He doesn't know. Uh, seriously, it sounds like she smokes and uh, she's got a voice like this. She, she, she's the progeny of Billy Dude, Ray yeah, Cyrus. Yeah. <laughs> that just... Dude, I remember... Achy, breaky heart, I remember man. that summer where I was at a buddy's house and it was uh, like at a lake house and it was during that time when that song was on the radio every... Half hour. Yeah. Oh, you could hear the mullet coming through the speakers. <laughs> it's like waving. <laughs> it's like waving through the speakers. Oh. Uh, other movies coming soon. Uh, looking forward to Harold and Kumar Escape from Guantanamo. Yes. Guantanamo. Yes. Guantanamo. Guantanamo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where's the bubbles when we need it? Yeah, there you go. Uh, so, oh, sorry. A uh, nerdy kid movie that I might actually be good. The Spiderwick Chronicles. Uh, looks the what? Okay. The Spiderwick Chronicles. Hmm. No, well, never. Who's in it? Uh, Dakota Fanning? No. <laughs> no. God, <laughs> I hope Angel not. Osmond? Uh, no, I hope not. Uh, and a couple other movies, blah, blah, blah. Um, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Yeah, but there's, I, there aren't any big blockbusters until, like, April when... Right. Course, is it April or May when the new Indiana Jones comes out? I don't recall. It's May. There's a new Indiana Jones? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The more I read about it, the better it sounds, oh, yeah. too. Yeah. Shia LaBeouf and uh, who else is in it? Uh, Shia LaBeouf is in it. Um, Harrison Ford, obviously, who looks good. good. Like, yeah. and he lost some of the, the pudge that That's he was putting CGI. on. He doesn't he's, look he's 65. Tra- um, <laughs> he does not look man. nearly 65, which yeah. is how old he is. Um, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm so excited. And they've they've updated it to the 50s. And um, I read a big article with Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, and George Lucas all interviewed for it. And um, 
like the old one was like the 1930s adventure yeah, serials. The 20s and 30s, yeah. This is taking place in the 50s, and they said it's more like 1950s fiction, and there have been rumors that it has to do with aliens, <laughs> and I'm kind of excited about it. And because then uh, of that. there's a uh, oh. DeLorean, and uh, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, another movie that's coming out that a lot of people are talking about that if you have seen the previews. <gasps> the one that I'm completely geeked about? Rambo? No. Oh. <laughs> man, and I heard Harrison Ford, I was like, man, as long as it's not Rambo. I, I, as long as it's not Rambo. Oh, dude. I will go see Rambo. Have you seen pictures of him lately? He's been he doesn't look the, good. The human growth hormone has made his face like this big. Like, seriously, it's awful. It the, really is huge. I mean, it's it, it's like the, the acromegaly stuff. I will go see somewhere. <laughs> I will go see Rambo. Really? Uh, yeah. The thing will. is that, like, the commercial doesn't say anything about it. It it's just shows just him just, killing people. Just killing people. It says Rambo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, the 75-year-old Sylvester Stallone. Right? He's got his walker armed with an <laughs> RPG and a, and a, and a bayonet. Uh, the, the synopsis is uh, John Rambo and has retreated, retreated to northern Thailand where he's running a longboat on the Salween River. On the nearby uh, Thai-Burma border, the world's longest-running civil war, the Burmese Karen conflict rages into its 60th year. And then apparently he goes into a Vietnam flashback and then kills everybody. It's a real compelling story that Americans can identify with. Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if, if you haven't seen the first Rambo movie, if you haven't seen First Blood, it's... It's a lot better than most people give Rambo credit for. Rambo, First Blood's good. First Blood is fantastic. I have not seen it. Another movie that is along the lines of uh, uh, One Missed Call is Untraceable. Um, within the FBI, FBI, there exists a division dedicated to investigating and prosecuting criminals on the Internet. Welcome to the front lines of the war on cybercrime, where special agent Jennifer Marsh has seen it all until now. Ooh. Yeah. So I don't know. I just saw a uh, trailer for this the other day, and... Um, Looks bad. Does it have yeah. Sarah Michelle Gellar? Diane Lane is the lead. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> She's like oh, 70, hell. so it's all right. Uh, running out of time. Uh, we uh, Make sure you stay tuned. Coming up at 10 o'clock. 10 until 2, the hours of power with Puke Pile <laughs> and the Torturer. Uh, the most metal you'll hear on the radio. And then, of course, from uh, next until 10 o'clock, local music the way you like it. The Basement with Amanda. She is up next. Uh, I want to thank the guys from uh, The Vibe for coming in. You guys are welcome anytime. Yay. Thank you. Anytime. Be stopping through. You should. Uh, also, of course, Dr. Kilometer, Mitchell, Ian, uh, Bernadette, uh, and, of course, Woo. Joshua and William, and, of course, Brandon. <laughs> I had to give them two, two props. So, uh, Thanks for listening. Impact89fm.org. You can check us out on the web, our podcast, old shows. We'll have the, uh, the veritable... Uh, the interwebs up and working again hopefully soon so you can stream us uh, and until next week thanks for listening this has been happy hour it's on impact oh thanks for cutting it off uh, <laughs> impact 89 fm thanks for listening to this evening's exposure only on 88.9 the impact